The Reality Podcast. Real conversations about life, love, and business. With me, Jason Ree. This is The Reality. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of The Reality <laughs> Podcast. Um, this is an evening episode as we are recording um, on an evening. <laughs> Uh, we are both sipping on a very, very um, spectacular... I should introduce you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that would be nice. Erica Estrada. Ooh. Of Erica Estrada Designs. <laughs> is that correct? That is correct. Thank you. Erica and I met, hashtag, because of Engage. Mm-hmm. We both were quarantine buddies. We met in Bahamas, and we hashtagged ourselves Bajos, but we won't tell you why. <laughs> Hashtag Stella got her groove back. Yes, hashtag Stella got her groove back and is still getting her groove back. Thank you so much for being here, Erica. Welcome to the studio. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Is it? You seem scared. Scared? Are you scared? I'm smiling. Oh, oh, is that what that is? Do people... mm, Okay, we are drinking a very special drink Mm -hmm. today, tonight. Well... I have two drinks. Should do, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? I am having... Actually, I don't know because you surprised me with Oh, that. yeah. This, that one is a tequila. With? I can't tell you the brand unless they sponsor us. Okay. And I put some uh, kiwi berries. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone follows me, we just discovered what kiwi berries were. So I had sliced up a few of those. And then I put a little tiny peach syrup and a little sparkling uh, Pellegrino. It's, de- it's delicious. Fantastic. Mm. Ooh. I mean, it's good. Okay, what's what was that? What is that? Delicious some? was just like an oh, like that was just too much. Okay, copy, copy. Yeah. Okay, okay and so um, mm. the second drink, oh, the most okay. important. Okay, get please tell us. We are having a big gulp. A big gulp full of Slurpee from Slurpee Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven, please sponsor us. And Jason made us get the large size. I really wanted to get the babies. I did not make her do anything. I don't make anyone do anything. But you can tell. <laughs> it's like an ASMR of Slurpee, if you guys are familiar. Oh, oh, oh. 7-Eleven, please sponsor I know, him. This is, a very, so we- <laughs> this is a very long introduction. Okay. So, Erica, <clears throat> tell me, what was your first job, your first paycheck? Uh, like outside of babysitting? You know, I realize that a lot of t- people have done babysitting. Mm-hmm. So let's say, let's say your first 1099, your first W9, mm-hmm. your first mm-hmm. legal. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I worked at Jamba Juice. You did? I did. Yeah. Jamba Juice? Okay. Yep. I am not telling you any. What? No. no you can't? No. The um, secret menu, the gummy you know, bear. I don't. Oh, the white gummy? Yeah, can you tell us about the white gummy bear, Jamba Juice? The white gummy has um, sherbet and um, juice and fruit. Sherbet, juice, and fruit. Yeah, but I shall not disclose what is actually inside. And it's so interesting because even to... I don't know. I probably signed something 25 years ago. No, it's fine. Tell us. No, I will not. The guests want to know. Guests... We'll have to guess. They have to book Erica's (laughs) Trotta Design to get the secret. Yes, you do. (laughs) There you go. Um, but even to this day, I remember the recipes, like down to the scoops. You do? It's insane, yeah. Were you, did you, would you, would you consider yourself somebody who was good at their job? No, 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 no. Oh. I cried, um. <laughs> no. Not even hesitation. Uh-uh. I was very, I worked hard. Okay. Um, but I remember, ooh, she, 
My boss, Nikki, I'll never forget. She made me cry on the first day. Why? What did she do? She was so mean. So we were... Our What's dom- her now's name? I don't I don't actually know. Nikki. Let's find Nikki. Where is she from? <laughs> what street... Did, let's pull up on Nikki. <laughs> Nikki does not care about me. Or is probably. it Nikki with a K or Nikki with a CK? It, I believe it was Nikki with a CK. Ooh. <laughs> it would be. She would be. She made me cry. It was just... We were the busiest Shama Juice in our area. And so the line would be out the door. And to hire a new 16-year-old trying to make what are those we made oh smoothies <laughs> i was like wait what were we i can making? see why i can see why uh, she yeah, was upset with why. you yeah, yeah she was i just was i was really overwhelmed got it and yeah it was terrible I, I mean i just was i was nervous i wanted to be good and then i would keep forgetting to like do things but it was just because i was nervous but so then i got you... really good then they wanted me to be a manager okay so were you I... making like a rasmataz but forgetting yeah. the ras Mm, it was more like she would ask me to go get strawberries out of the freezer and I would come back with sherbet. Like, just like annoying, like, that's not what I asked. Like, I wasn't paying attention. And why were you not paying attention? What were you thinking about? I was probably, it was hot as hell because we didn't have air conditioning. Why so do was, you not have air conditioning in a Jamba Juice? Uh, you know what? Um, Jamba Juice, I, you know, they've done such a, a better job. So please yeah. don't come sue me. But um, yeah, our air was broken. I remember. And I think I was hot. And so I would go into the freezer and stay in the freezer uh, for too long because it And then you'd cool, lose your brain and then cells and then pull out Sherbert. It, sure. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But that was my first job. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Let's move on. Jamba Juice. <laughs> Okay, so as we mentioned in the beginning, me and Erica met um, in December, Mm -hmm. so not so long ago. This episode will probably air in December of 2022. So, no, it really won't. It'll air, you know, we we like to preload stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we're very busy. I get it. You're booked and busy. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. So we met in December, and it honestly was like love at first sight. (laughs) It was. I saw her on the dance floor. We locked we I, did. I swear we like lo- locked eyes. We locked eyes, and then the guest part parted. Yeah, and and, and there was and nobody else in the room. There was nobody else in the room but you, me, and DJ Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to DJ Scooter. Shout out to DJ Scooter. Just got us raging on the dance floor, mm-hmm. and then um, I spoke for the first time on the main stage. Mm-hmm. Was feeling like a king, and then we all got COVID. <laughs> not we all. Oh, not we all. Let's Just clarify. Just, just a few. We, we would like to not disclose the amount of numbers of people. Nope. But um, we kept it positive. We did. As positive our, vibes only. Yeah, positive vibes only. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that experience like for you? Honestly, I know I know we've kind of joked about a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I obviously shared a lot about my stories. But truthfully for you, what was that experience like? Sure. Um, that was my first engage. So I felt like I came off of this really high of, I was having a great time. We yeah. And for those that are not in the wedding industry, uh, yes. what is engage? Engage is a luxury wedding and event professional conference, if you will. Yeah. But summit it's conference. Summit, right? yeah. yeah. It's just, um, it's very well curated. It's really fun. Um, a lot of people in the industry look forward to it. And yeah, I it's just it's a great time. And so I was I was so excited. I got to go with the collective, Leah and Shonda. Shout out to Leah and Shonda. Whoop. Um and yeah, it, and then when they called the room and said that I wasn't able to leave, um I my initial thought was like I was really, really embarrassed. Like I was just uh. and I got really sad and I was like, oh my gosh, did like did I do this? Like my initial mm. thought was like, I must have done this. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah. to be clear, Engage was very safe about the whole procedure Absolutely. of being at the conference, getting to the conference. We had testing daily. Uh, the resources were there. Um, but obviously, this is a search of Omicron. So it was just a really, sure. really strong, strong virus. Absolutely. And, and the Bahamas did an amazing job as oh, well. Yeah. Like we, you know, you had to either be vaccinated or show, I think, a negative COVID test. Like they were doing their due diligence as well. So it wasn't as if, you know, they weren't taking the precautions. Absolutely. Yes. So you get the phone call. Mm-hmm. You're, and then this is, you, you didn't even get to go to the gala. I did not get to go to the gala. So unfortunate. It is. Because it was so fun. Thank you. You tell uh, me that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to show you the photos again? No, thank you. No, thank okay. You. All right. No, thank you. I can show you the photos if you want. Um, so what was your biggest, I mean, aside, so if you, you were pretty nervous about being mm-hmm. patient zero. Mm-hmm. Turns out you weren't. Mm-hmm. That has now been proven. Yes. We have the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who patient zero is, and patient zero does not matter. Yes, patient because at, at the end of the day, we all had it. Yep. And we... Many of us had it. We mm-hmm. were safe. We I were mean, safe. we got home. We did what we could. We, yeah. Yes. It was fine. So, coming back, mm-hmm. what, was, what was it like for you with this kind of the... Do you feel like there was a surge of events back? When you got back, like, do you feel like you got a vacation, a break? Do you feel like you just went right back into work? Like, what was that? What was like your, your, I guess your Mm, timing like? After Engage? Yeah, after Engage. No, I actually went straight into knee surgery. So it was not, I I don't, yeah. I went from Engage, super high, had a great time, knee surgery. Well, COVID and then knee surgery. Excuse me. COVID. (laughs) And then knee surgery. So it's down and then down, down, <laughs> literally down. Now, for those of, you know, obviously you can't see. And if you don't, I guess, know Erica personally, what has the last few months been for you? So you had, will you tell us about all of the, the medical surgeries you've had? <laughs> Is this a safe space? Do you feel comfortable? I'm fine with it. Okay, I mean, great. Let's, let's share it. Okay, great. Um, so I was playing kickball with some friends. Okay. And I fell. For those of you know, for those who don't know what kickball is, what is kickball? A kickball is when you, you you hit people with a ball. No, it rolls on the ground and you kick it. Oh, like baseball. But you roll. What the was big the game where ball? they throw? They line you up against the handball court and they throw balls at you. Oh, that's called dodgeball. Oh my god, that I still have so major fun. trauma with that. No, dodgeball was when it was across from each other. Oh yeah. What's the one where they just a bunch of people just start screaming obscenities at you and they they corner you into a, a handball court and they throw balls at your face? Um, what school did you go to? Because this doesn't—I don't—I don't know. That That's game. not a sport. Never mind. Okay, um, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Oh lord. <laughs> so kickball. Yeah. So I fell. Um, it was the day before I had to leave for a four-day production, um, and I did not have time to go to the doctor. So I was walking and had to finish three events, four events on a torn ACL, um, and then when I came back, I had the surgery. And then three weeks later, I decided to have a reduction in my top area. Oh, um, from my back. What is it? Is that the medical term? <laughs> top top no, reduction. I had a breast reduction. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And how do you? How does that make you feel? How does that? How was that experience for anyone who wants it? Because I know a lot of people that mm-hmm. has ha- had mm-hmm. that have had it. I know many people who want it. 
So for somebody who's been through that experience, sure. what is that like? I, you know, it's interesting that you asked that because I feel like um, initially I didn't want to tell anybody or mm-hmm. say anything because I felt like for two reasons. One, in the industry, I felt like, um, and we've had this Sounds like they've had it too. Those the, two people, the people outside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which... There is, there's quite a few people actually that yeah, I found out no, that Yeah, no, I think it. it's, it's actually, um, way, I think, a lot, mm-hmm. very common. It's becoming a lot more common and I'm very thankful that people are starting to talk about it and normalize it because it's, you know, whether you're adding to your body or taking away for whatever reason, um, it's life-changing and yeah. it, it was, it's been great so far. I mean, definitely going through the healing process, but um, on the other side of it, which we can dive into or we don't have to, but there was a lot of, in some sense, like shame, like, Mm. should I be going through this? Like, as we're getting ready to go into the most, you know, the busiest year that we've had since, you know, pre COVID um, or since COVID. And I don't know. I like thinking about it and even saying it out loud sounds ridiculous because there's no reason why I should have been shamed. Like life happens, you know, but I think it's like, you know, I don't want my clients to know like, Oh, I don't want, you know, it's going to be okay. Why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. It doesn't, it's, it's an issue. Yeah. Because Um, I think at the end of the day, I think a majority of our couples and our clients are understanding, I think, but we still have this fear and, and, and like feel like it's a stigma to have our own life. Yeah. We can't, I feel, yeah, we, we can't have life. Yeah. I know, people um yeah hide surgeries i've hide I've, I've had friends that have hide, yeah hid mm-hmm. pregnancies yep pregnancies um even marriages honeymoons wow um it's really sad that we feel like we can't um take time off or live or even just go on vacation if i want to sit at home on my sofa and watch netflix all day like i can do that every once in a while but for whatever reason that's not allowed not allowed yeah not acceptable yeah and so you would you would call yourself a wedding planner, wedding designer, wedding like what do you call yourself? What's um, your title? Wedding and event planner and designer. It's okay. kind of long. I need to figure out how to like shorten. Yeah, a wedding plan design. Yeah, all the things. Yeah, wedding plan design. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does that. Yeah. That's what I think you should just call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's kind of the biggest connection that I think you and I have had too is mm-hmm. being able to share like our experiences and. I don't know what it is. Like, you know, how long have you been doing this? Since 2017. 2017. Yep. You know, for somebody who's been doing it since, I don't know, a little bit longer than you have, I feel, I mean, we can share the exhaustion (laughs) (laughs) and the tiredness. And I think a lot of people in our industry right now, especially after the pandemic, we've all had kind of a moment to process in 2020, 2021. What is the biggest change for you, you think, from when you started your business to right now in this moment? It's completely different. Completely different. Um, I'm different. Yeah. Which I'm thankful to say, like, I've grown and my business has grown. Yeah. Um, But when I first started, I was just doing... um, Oh, I was just doing um, month of coordination, or I I offered solely month of coordination because I wanted to make sure that I understood the industry as a whole before Mm -hmm. I, you know, took a deep dive into full planning and design. Um, but it's been, it's, it's had its challenges, of course, you know, like anything in life, just trying to, you know, find my way and figure out what do I like? What do I not like? Um, who do I vibe with? Not saying who do I not vibe with, but of course, like there's going to be those in the industry that you just like, you just get each other, right? Like Mm -hmm. they understand how you work. You understand how they work. Um, and it takes time, I believe, to develop those relationships. And so... 
I think there's just been a lot of growth. Yeah. Um, but it, I truly believe that if your business grows, like you have to grow as well. Like you yeah. have to change and learn to adapt, yeah. especially during COVID. Or maybe you have to grow in order for your business to grow. Mm. You know, it could be the other way around as That's well. That's very true. Yeah. But again, I think, you know, there are people that run this business and do it as a business. And then sure. there are people that live it. Do you yeah. consider yourself somebody who lives it? Or do you feel like you can separate yourself from what you do and say, this is my business, but this is not my life? Oh, you know, it depends on the day. Depends <laughs> on the project. Depends on the client. I'm still working through that. I, yeah. Um, you know, my my ultimate goal is to be someone that um, does this and it's my business, whether it's full-time, part-time, whatever, you know, however I decide to do it later on or however yeah. it evolves. Um but there are definitely moments, probably more than not, um, where it is or where I am living it. And I, I need to have that separation yeah. for sure, which is why I decided to actually get an office space because I felt like, you know, working from home, just, you I didn't have leave. a, I, I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have a separation of life and, or work and home. And yeah. I just, it wasn't good for my mental health. Yeah. And, um, having your own space, you know, obviously that's a big, that's a big moment. So congratulations for that. That's Thank a huge you. moment. I'm and I got to kind of experience a little bit of that with you. Yeah. Um, for somebody who hasn't, I guess, gotten to, I mean, again, all of us feel like we're not there yet, but for anybody that feels like they haven't gotten there yet to be able to get a space or they want to get a space, what is some of the advice? Like, do you have any advice or any type of like, words of wisdom you can share about how they can work within their home and if they can't move into an office yet? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, find what works. Like once I decided that first I had to acknowledge, right. That I was really struggling mentally, um, to work from home, yeah. um, where I'm hearing all my friends talk about, Oh, I love working from home and they're so excited. And, yeah. you know, they're, you know, or their, their, um, jobs were offering remote work. And I was like, uh, I'm getting depressed. I'm, yeah. Like, am I? Is there something wrong with me? Because I'm I'm not actually liking this at all. Mm. Um, so I would go to coffee shops and I would get up in the morning and stay at the coffee shop all day and try to act as if it were an office. Or sometimes I would work from my parents' kitchen yeah. table or work just somewhere from, separate. Just from somewhere home. separate. Yeah. yeah. And even if it was just a few days a week, um, and even my office space now, you know, it's not, uh, I shouldn't say what it's not. I will say what it is. It yes. is a shared space yes. um, with artists. Um, it's actually behind um, like a little boutique store mm -hmm. um, ran by two sisters and another co-owner. Um, but there's five of us back there, I believe. And, you know, I love it. But initially there was, again, I was like, well, it's not, you yeah. know, it's not my own space. Why and do we do that? that? I don't know. It, it's, it, I'm working on it for myself because I, t I yeah. do that, unfortunately, in my personal life as well. Um, shout out to my therapist. Yeah, we, we are working through that. Shout out to your therapist. Thank you. Um, she's not taking new clients. Otherwise okay. I, threw her I know. I literally there. was like, you know, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because I have a crush on my therapist, y'all. I have a crush on my therapist, so I need to find. Does a new he therapist. listen to this? I don't think so. I don't think he's allowed to. I've been trying to get my therapist to follow me on Instagram. Okay, okay. no, no. I've been no, trying to Google no, my therapist. My therapist is so hard to find. Yeah, they have to be. That's so. That's so weird. I know. How am I just engaged? Like I'm trying to LinkedIn, you know, like send them a message. No, no, no. They don't want to be contacted. Slide into a DM. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. So anyways. Um, 
<laughs> I do want to prioritize my mental health, but it's yes. But I also cannot have a crush on your therapist. Okay, it yes. would just be hard to concentrate. It's called I transference, that. I believe. Oh, it's an actual term. term. <laughs> so, anyways, my office. It's the Slurpees, y'all. It is, I know. And then we had some sugar after. No, we didn't. Candy. No, we didn't. We, did. we had we vegetable right. sticks. Uh-huh. Anyways, keep going. Mm-hmm. That rhyme with sweet charts. <laughs> it's okay. We had sweet tart ropes. Okay, I don't know if you tried it. Please sponsor us. Because <laughs> they're actually really good. It's really the last yeah. fire. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was, like I said, it I had to be proud for what it was um, and it was a big step for me and being able to take on something else by myself. And so I was, I was proud of it even though it wasn't, it's not um, my own building and um, as fancy as, you know, maybe the office I'm sitting in or some of the offices. <laughs> but what's so funny is my first office was a shared space yeah. in Marina Del Rey, okay. which is about an hour and a half from where I live. Okay. And on a traffic-y, on a good day, it was mm-hmm. two hours. <laughs> so, and my sister and I shared a space. She literally had a closet. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit bigger of a, a, more of an office space with an air conditioning unit because that yep. was top priority for me. And, you know, we shared it with a creative agency or like a production studio that you know wasn't really there a lot mm-hmm. so um and it was like an old dairy farm that they converted into a production space shout out to colin um and the dairy is what it was called but i think that's what it's called i don't remember mm. it was like a few years ago but um you know i don't know what that is i don't know where that like insecurity lies of mm-hmm. a feeling like we're not good enough or our space isn't good enough when at the end of the day if your work is your work and you're and you're and you're working and you're getting it done and then you're getting to support couples and and clients with events like i don't understand why we uh, but it's all part of i think you know the stuff that we learned growing up and in this you know non-problematic culture that we grew up in because everything was perfect and great (laughs) like disneyland that too but i also have equated to the fact that we don't have at least many of us who are solopreneurs yeah or you know we may have a part-time team Um, there are of course some some planners and folks in the industry who have you know, large teams, which is amazing and shout out to them. I know I can only imagine how, you know, hard they work to yeah. keep up with. Yeah. The grass is greener, team. right? Sure. 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 Um, but I think about, you know, a lot of us work by ourselves, right? Like, so like to me, everyone in the industry is almost my coworker. And so not knowing what's on my, you know, in my quote unquote coworkers cubicle yeah. makes me feel like, Oh, well, is their cubicle better? Like, it's just this weird you don't know. Absolutely. Right? But I also so, think it's so interesting because I don't, you know, my team is small as well. And I think if, if I had asked a financial advisor, if I should move into this space, <laughs> I guarantee they would have told me no. Sure. But somehow through, I think perseverance mm-hmm. and, and working hard, you just, you just figure you it, it out, work. right. Yeah. You make it work. And yeah. I think that's the biggest testament to all of the planners out there. Shout out to all the planners. I think we have this, you know, undying perseverance that makes us work to the point that we are obviously shutting down and, you know, hurting ourselves and, you know, in pain. (laughs) Literally, But we love what we do, right? We do. We do. Um, But I think, I feel like that's a lot of professionals in the industry. Yeah. Um, And I think, of course, we can, we can speak from a planner's perspective because that's what we do and have to know so much about all of the other professionals yeah that we work with um but i know photographers who literally you know will stay up until wee hours of the night morning 
day after day after day editing to perfection, yeah. you know? And so I think about that and I'm like, there is absolutely no way that I could do that. Yeah, and so totally. I give, you know, them so much, so much prop. Yeah. You know, for that. I, I feel the same way. I think during yeah. the pandemic, I tried taking photos and realized that culling of the images, which is like getting all the images once you take them and then like figuring out which images are the best ones and then deleting the rest. I'm a hoarder. I'm a digital data hoarder. <laughs> I'm like a multi-tab in my browser in person. So it was really tough for me. But it also just gives you a real perspective of mm -hmm. how much time is worth yep. and really, the, you know, the amount of work you put in. So do you feel like you've seen a shift from previous to the pandemic to right now about what your time is worth to like on the client perspective, do you feel like there is a better understanding of what our time is worth? Mm, from my perspective or from theirs? Both. Mm. Um, from mine or from my perspective, I think yes and no. I think, initially right first coming out of the pandemic absolutely yeah it was you know I, for the most part i think we all had a different you know we came out with a different lens like um appreciating life more and being able to be outside and being able to be together and you know wanting to spend time with family and friends just things that we took for granted that we didn't know that we were taking for granted unfortunately i feel like we've i'll speak for myself i have kind of already lost sight of that and I have to like bring yeah. myself back because it's so easy to get slammed again with work and life and going and moving and this and that and then you know realizing it's like it's already been you know we're in March March April? yeah I'd you know I, it's like how yeah where did the time go yeah and then I think back like what was I what did I do I don't know you how know? we got that much time off without going stir crazy because even now I feel like we're constantly when we are still we feel yeah. like there's something yep. we have to do yep always yeah um and so however what I will say though the good thing is is I'm able to bring myself back and recenter a lot sooner than I was before yes so that I will at least you know congratulate myself on yes. because I feel like you know at the end of the day I know that I'm obviously not perfect I'm speaking you know for myself here however I feel like it's that's quite common yeah um even in conversations that I have with people in the industry and even outside of the industry yeah um from my client's perspective I think yes and no as well um I will say yes in terms of I think that they realize that their time is more valuable and they're at least thinking, you know what? I don't want to spend it stressing about planning my wedding. So I'm going to pay somebody to do yeah. it for me, right? Because yeah. I want to enjoy my engagement or I want to go on vacation. Really or I want to work point. or I want to do this. Um, and I actually um, was hired out of that. So yeah. even clients that had like started planning their wedding and then coming out of the pandemic, they said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore because one, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not enjoying it. And I feel like my time is. Wow. I never, that's actually kind of crazy. I yeah. never thought about that. Mm -hmm. That's a really great perspective. Yeah. It was, and it was interesting when I heard it for the first time, but after I kind of sat with it and processed it, I, you know, I, I gave her credit for that. And I yeah. said, you know what? I'm proud of you for making that decision. Not just because you hired me, right. I'm yeah. glad that we got, you know, that we, 
were able to work together. At the same time, I was just really proud that she made that decision and realized that her time and or their time right was yeah. more valuable, and they wanted to spend it having fun and and being able to at least you know yeah, not learn what we've learned you know sure. the years and years and yeah. years to take to, yeah to learn. But to be fair. That does not mean that you cannot enjoy planning your own wedding. Yeah. We understand that we are 100% a luxury. Like that Do is... you think that you can plan your wedding successfully? Your own wedding successfully? Absolutely. Eh, interesting. Plan your wedding. Now, execute oh, yeah. on the day of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Do you think that now there's like a, not a stigma, but there seems to be a anti-day of wedding coordination like messaging that we as an industry mm. try to push mm-hmm. do you think that day of coordination should exist or should not exist like actual day of or are yeah. we talking like month of well month of is month of so maybe we should maybe we should talk about it in the sense of do you think that you do you think that there do you think that that's that's it's it's oh dang I, I guess there's really no way of saying it other than do you think Dave coordination or month out coordination should exist in this industry? I think month of it yes maybe six month to six weeks just focusing on logistics for clients that of course like have done the work yeah um, I think it's one they should be able to enjoy their wedding day and I understand that like hiring a full planner is oftentimes not feasible mm-hmm. just because a wedding, you know, in and of itself is really expensive. Oh, it is. Let alone, you know, trying to hire somebody to plan it for you. So I do understand, you know, from a monetary perspective, um, why I think month of is just it it's necessary and it's yeah. beautiful to still have for those that, you know, may not be able to afford a full full service planner. Um Day of, you know, mm, I, shout out I, to all the day of coordinators out there. <laughs> God bless you. Because God, I mean, honestly, do do, I don't know. I, let me just say, I have no idea how I would be able to go in on on two the days day before, even even two days before. I would be cross-eyed and confused. I just don't know what I. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do i mean well, you can look at a timeline all day but if you don't if you don't know the space or you don't yeah. know the vendors and you haven't talked i just don't know how you would do it well and i kind of realized like you know we i used to offer partial planning mm-hmm. and we eliminated it because i also am a person that cannot not get invested mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. here i am advertising you know a full service package and then a partial that's less sure but then i end up doing all of it anyway because yeah. i cannot not do, not it, do it because I know that at the end of the day, if I withhold information because they only booked me partially, I'm going to have to be the one to pick up the pieces on the day of. That's true. So for me, I had to eliminate that. But I, and again, I think, I think you kind of make me think of it in a different perspective now because, you know, prior to this conversation, I may have been like, oh my God, like damn, but the truth is it is a financial investment. It's a huge investment for a lot of people. And for me personally, I think, knowing also my minimums too now because we can only do so many many, a year to be able to give them the service that we want to give them per Mm -hmm. year. I can understand that it's not feasible for everybody. Um, And some people like to, some people like to plan their own wedding. Yeah. And that is okay. I think we need to take the stigma out as well of like you planned your own because you couldn't uh, afford it. Like a DIY, DIY end or die. But it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that just because you plan your own wedding that it was DIY. Yeah, yeah, yeah are in the details and enjoy and didn't want to pay somebody to do something that you were going to yeah. be involved in anyway. Okay. Right. Okay. Just saying we're going to stamp your face on that message. Okay. Thank you. I love it. I think it's yeah. actually a very, very truthful message of making sure that we are 
understanding that this is, it is a luxury, really. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. What we do is a luxury. Uh, and I think we need to remember that. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We, we are not necessary. We are necessary, but we are not necessary. <laughs> yeah. I mean. In the grand scheme of what life, mm-hmm. what we need in life. Yeah. A wedding planner, event planner is not one of yeah. them. No. Okay. I feel like there's so much I need to like explain, but I feel like for the sake of the conversation, you understand. What I I'm do. Going I do. This. And let, and I think our listeners do as well, because I think, I think, and maybe that's something that's new from the perspective of 2020 and 2021. I think that we are all understanding that like this could all go away to today. It can go away tomorrow. Yeah. It can yeah. all disappear. And I think that's for me too. And that's kind of even why we launched the podcast when we did is because I've been talking about it for so long but never did anything and I never got to part of yeah. it. And then now I get to have these amazing conversations with sure. my friends and with, you know, new friends and with professionals that I yeah. think are also just, you know, really important to make other people understand that we all kind of think similarly. And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners who are planners or wanted to be planners or who didn't get a planner and wanted one or, you know, the opposite got one, didn't want it, didn't like it. There's, there's so many different avenues of it, but I think that that doesn't in any way um, discredit what we do by what you're saying. I think it's very true. I think it is a luxury. Absolutely. And we work very hard. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, I'm... Well, we're we an industry. Both, yeah, exactly. we're Yeah, we're an actual industry and we do really, really work hard. Absolutely. I and think that's we, the tough part. Sorry to cut no, you off, no, but no, that's the tough part for day of coordinators and for month out coordinators, you know, there is something to say about you also get what you pay for. And at the end of the day, you know, being able to afford a luxury full service planner or even a partial planner that is still a luxury. And so is, uh, you know, having anyone really help you financially, I think, right. Like any, any hiring anybody, you know, in, in, in any service, I think is still luxury. So, yeah, I think so. I mean, just thinking about, what we actually need to survive in this world. It is, it's not a wedding. Well, and this is, and this is what I say is at the end of the day, you, you're marrying the love of your life, right? If, if it, if it came down to it and you had nothing else, yeah. you would go to the courthouse. I would hire Jason Ree. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I would hire yeah. Erica. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but if we weren't there, yeah, if um, you weren't there, you would go to a courthouse right? yeah. and you'd marry the love of your life. And that would be it. And yeah. then you'd start your life together. Yeah. However, we have the the luxury to be yeah. able to um, plan and design some of the most beautiful, yeah. you know, celebrations. And not just weddings, but, you know, I don't know. Do we plan bachelorette parties? I don't know. I haven't done one. But I know planners that do. Yeah. Bridal brunches, bridal parties, you know, all the yeah. things. Even, even just other events, too. Um, which is it's a beautiful thing, but when you think about it, I'm thinking just from a, you know, for weddings and a planner perspective, it isn't necessarily needed when it comes down to what yeah. being married. Well, is I think about. that I, that's also very true. I think, again, I think not everyone wants flowers at their wedding. No, not everybody, you know, wants to wear a dress. Not everybody. Yep. I think that there's, you know, I guess when we're talking about inclusion, right? There's so many different things that we just need to learn to kind of accept and love and understand and support. And I'm actually loving where 
I believe the industry is moving in terms of how clients are wanting to celebrate their day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know a lot of tradition is being left behind, and couples are really, really wanting to just celebrate their love in their way. Mm-hmm. And I am all for it. Whether yeah. that's yeah, maybe you don't want any flowers yeah. because you just decide. And shout out to my florist, like you guys getting up at four a.m. Ooh, uh uh-uh. uh. Who? No. So hard. uh, So hard. So hard to get up. It is. And the flower farmers, like, who pick, and it just, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And and again, we all work so hard, but what I, I guess the point is, is that I just love that couples are just choosing what works for them and choosing to spend their money, um, how they want yeah and it it's so beautiful and i just i love to see the different you know i think that's what's keeping me also in this industry right now um it's just because i feel like couples are wanting to to step outside of the box yeah um and really and step outside the box yeah like not even just do things that are marketed as a outside sure, the sure. box like trendy right? you know yeah, yeah i think that there is really something to say about how couples are kind of saying well, I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. And that's okay too. And I encourage it. I mean, of course we offer our expertise where it's yeah. like, well, you know, we can't do 150 yeah. portraits in six minutes. Yeah. Um, if we, we could, I yeah. think we, we would, but in some, you know, in a lot of ways when, and it's so funny because they like sometimes get nervous to ask, you know, can mm. we, can we do this? Yeah. Absolutely. You can, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there is no right or wrong. It's your day. It's your story. It's your yeah. love. Um, and you should be able to celebrate it however you choose. Yeah. Now, what do you think is wrong? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong. Yeah. There's no wrong. If we can pull it off. Yeah. Let's do it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Now, if you weren't doing weddings, mm. what would what could you see yourself doing? Like if you weren't planning parties and events? <laughs> or what do you want to do? This might lead to my next question, but... Mm. Another question. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. What would I be doing? I would run a nonprofit for women that were trafficked. Okay. Um, that had been in sex trafficking, and I would help with all different soft skills and job placement and mm. skills and development and to get them back into the real mm-hmm. world. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's something you should, you should just do it. Yeah, I yeah. will. While I you're will. healing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, there's fear in it. I think because it, it fear in the sense of not because I can't, work in that yeah in that area it's more so it's such it's so vulnerable and i feel like knowing someone's story and yeah is it's so powerful obviously and then you know not wanting to direct them in the wrong way and just i get so emotionally invested and um that's not an excuse to not do it per se but i think i would love to to run a nonprofit. and then there were some days i wanted to be a therapist you know it really just depends yeah now do what what did you go to school for Psychology. Ah. But I wanted to be a dentist, but I hate science. Go figure. I wanted to be a lawyer, mm. but I hate reading. I'm sorry, what? I hate reading. It's so hard. 
<laughs> like books and stuff. I but I love them. reading contracts and especially checks. <laughs> <laughs> With my name on Yeah. Them. <laughs> I love depositing checks. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, but on the real, I think, you know, I think if I, if I, I share kind of the same like community aspect too, where I would love to do so many charitable things, mm-hmm. but also there's only one of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do a lot as it is. The fact that you're also here doing this podcast tonight. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I, there's like a lot I want to ask you about in terms of your own love life, Go ahead. you know, but you, d- d- as somebody who went through the, the, the wedding process, right. Mm-hmm. Did you plan your own wedding? I did plan my own wedding. Oh, yes. I see, I see. And I don't think I would ever do it again. Okay. Why would you not do it again? Um, I, it's this, it was the same as when I was planning my sisters. When you, when there's too much emotion, your own personal emotion yeah. behind it, it's, it's, you're too invested. You're too invested. Yeah. It's just nothing. You can't like is, look at it. Mm hmm. objectively at all yeah um and then you know you don't just like one thing and so one day i wanted you know i don't even remember the flower whatever and then the next day i was like i hate it i think i hate it because i saw something else and and even though that happens a lot with clients Mm -hmm. from from the outside i'm able to kind of like reel them in like okay well let's talk about like yeah what was it that you saw for whatever reason i was not able to do that for myself yeah but Uh, that's that's interesting do you feel like those skills kind of give you an advantage now now that you've done it yourself and you've experienced all the ups and downs that a bride does do you feel like that gives you kind of leverage or even advantages in planning yeah now that i think about it i don't i had never asked myself that question before but yeah now i would say yes i think it just gives me more of an understanding and so yeah. i never get angry if a client one day likes one thing and then another day likes something yeah. else and i'm like oh my gosh we you know we just talked about that i never get upset yeah um because i i'm like yeah that makes sense, you yeah, know, but yeah, let's, yeah. let's deep dive into what was it about X photo or this color or this flower that made you want to completely change the design or, ch- or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't, we've never had to thankfully completely change, yeah, but knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked, um, but yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So what is your current relationship status? <laughs> I knew it. I am yeah in the middle of a divorce okay yep and shout out to Eric my ex-husband who is an amazing human um and I will forever ever ever love and he is truly and he's amazing and we will forever be friends yeah um and I'm very very fortunate yeah for you know to have that and to be going through the kind of separation and divorce that we are it's very yeah. amicable now i appreciate you sharing that yep. you know it really does mean a lot and i you know want to also make it very clear that i didn't i didn't um diane sawyer you <laughs> this moment did i diane sawyer you low-key yeah a little bit it's okay though we can cut it out no nope. oh okay <laughs> leave it <laughs> just leave it hashtag diane sawyer you're mm-hmm. britney spears <laughs> <laughs> um well the reason i kind of wanted to ask you this yeah. question is yeah. that you radiate such joy and like that's kind of why we we locked eyes together. Now, obviously, I've only been through a breakup in in planning weddings, mm-hmm. and it was excruciating. It was hard, mm-hmm. and I had to show up and I had to walk my couple down the aisle yep. and do the whole thing yep. while I was literally holding back tears. Yep. 
just because again, I, you know, I think I think anyone that works in the industry, there is a sense of uh, romance mm-hmm. that we believe we believe in love. Absolutely, we yeah. I would hope. I hope. Yeah, we believe in love. Yeah, and I think the ones that believe in just money, I think you won't last. You know, I think that's something that I feel confident saying about people mm-hmm. in the wedding industry. You have mm-hmm. to really love love, and you have to love people. Mm-hmm. Even though people are really tough to love sometimes, mm-hmm. you have to love people. So with all that, that's kind of why I wanted to ask you how, you know, I, I think it's kind of similar to what you said about planning weddings and the fact that it's luxury. We all understand that even finding love and getting married is and I guess a, a joy and a luxury, right? Sure. Um, no, I think everyone deserves love. Yeah. And should be loved. But you're right. Not everybody, f- I'll say, finds it in yeah. the way that maybe they choose. I'm right here. <laughs> we don't want each other. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, you're talking about the person. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, no. <laughs> I think we both like the same parts. Fair. In Very personality fair. And, and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in yeah, 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 we're there. We're there oh, we're there. we don't need... We, no. Should we clarify it? No, no, I think should we're we spell, It's a D. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I really wanted to ask you how you are able to just show up every day and bring the joy that you do and, like, work so hard. Like, you know, I, I do appreciate that about you so much. And mm. I think that that's why we were able to click so much. But do you feel like it? it is something that... I don't know. Again, I think wedding planners, I think we are just a special breed of person. <laughs> and so I just continue to have to kind of find more of us out sure. there because we really are like, there's, I feel like an abundant amount of joy and love that you can give to people. And that's why we do what we do. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. That's very, very kind of you. What I will say is it was not always this. So yeah. again, shout out to my therapist because yes. I have been doing a lot of a lot of healing, a lot of self-work. Yeah. Um when we first separated, um it was excruciating. Yeah. And I had for the first time in my career I had to let clients go. Oh, I, I didn't did. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and it was because I was so low, I was so down and broken and um, I I couldn't give yeah. what I needed to to give, and I just I wasn't well, yeah. um, and really needed to to focus on you know on me during that time, and that was hard. I was ashamed. I was I remember calling my sister multiple times in yeah. tears, and I'm um, very thankful for those in this industry that I am extremely close to because they helped me. Mm. Um, I had two planner friends pick up the weddings right away. Ugh. Yeah. Because I couldn't take it. I know that. Uh-huh. Um, and I, of course, you know, had the conversation with the clients. I didn't tell them what it was. I just, you know, I told them um, due to personal reasons. And yeah. if they listen to this, I'm sure they they may have figured it out now. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't feel right trying to... Make um, it work. It wasn't fair to them. Yeah. Because I wasn't the Erica that they hired. Yeah. Um, and, and, and not even just from a, a paycheck, right. Or like, yeah. because they were paying me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that a lot of times my clients come to me. Yes. For design, for planning, but we bonded and we got, you know, we, yeah. we worked together for a long time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my clients ended up becoming friends of mine. And when I couldn't be that Erica, then I felt like I was doing them a disservice. So I did have to let some clients go. Uh, and that was one of the hardest decisions. And then there were, um, some moments, you know, and at weddings where I had to go to the bathroom, you yeah. know, and I had to 
I cried it out and mm. would call my sister and um and it wasn't because I was it wasn't jealous. Yeah. It wasn't I, I don't actually know where the emotion came from in those moments because I do now thinking back, I think um the weddings that I that I was able to finish producing a you know, a few months later. Um it was different moments throughout the yeah. throughout the wedding where I would feel the emotion coming on, and so what's well, like a grieving process, right? Oh, absolutely, right? Like you're going absolutely. through different stages. Yeah, I mean to make you know to to kind of match your vulnerability because I really do appreciate you like speaking on it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I actually asked you is because I know so many of my friends that have gone through divorce and separation, um, but really to be able to acknowledge that you were not able to give at that time and to be able to let people go, mm-hmm. I think is a really strong testament to you because, you know, I'll be really honest. There were times that I went through my own, you know, challenges sure. and I wish I had let some couples go before they let me go. Mm. You know, I wish I had known then what I know now just about, I was trying to give them out of an empty cup. Yep. And not yep. only was my cup empty, it was like broken. There was a mm-hmm. hole in the bottom. Like <laughs> it was like, it was like a Swiss, like a salvation or army cup. Was, you know, it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like when you have like a, a <laughs> like a paper fast food, <laughs> fast food soda cup and you've had it for too long and it starts like, it's just seeping at the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. You can't figure out why yes. you don't know where the hole exactly. is. So, I mean, so to share kind of the vulnerability moment, like I, I look back on it, I still feel a lot of guilt. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guilt that I feel about couples that let me go in the past and some couples that I let go finally because it got so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that also, you know, I wish more of us in this industry were able to talk about freely mm-hmm. about getting fired or being fired or letting couples go or letting you know, even I guess letting yourself go through a planning process because again, yeah. like we are still human, human? <laughs> beings every fucking day and yeah. 365, 24 hours a day. Like we are yeah. showing up for ourselves as much as we're trying to show up for other people. Yeah. And the fact that we come back and we still do and then we brand ourselves as these people, I think that says mm-hmm. a lot. So um, for I think for you to be able to know that, identify that and kind of make those decisions, I think says a lot about your character. Yeah. You know? I, I will say, thank you. I will say though I did have friends um, in the industry who said, Erica, it's okay. Yeah. Let like they incur, you know, you, uh, you could tell I was like, I was torn, Yeah, you know, and they were like, you can't, you can't do it all. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Um, and they encouraged me yeah. and let me know it was going to be okay. And so if nothing else, it's just whoever's listening and going through something. I know people have lost family and you know, parents and siblings, grandparents, whoever it is, or going through a divorce or lost a child or miscarried, right? Being a fertility Uh, patient, just so many things that we don't talk about um, and feel like we can't grieve through for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it, one person, it's okay. And if you need to let that client go or take a step back for a little bit, that's, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Mm -hmm. Kind of, I mean, you've shared quite of a lot about what you've been dealing with and sure. what you've been going through. Um, and also, I think this says a lot, you know, I do want to make it fair to the other side, which is our clients and our couples. I'm sure that a lot of times couples don't feel comfortable to ask questions and clients may not feel it's appropriate to ask, are you okay? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? So I think maybe the only like 
supportive message I have about this conversation is like, you know, just remember we're all human beings yep. and we are all trying to do our best. Yep. And if you feel like something's, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, then mm-hmm. maybe you need to vocalize it and maybe the planner needs to vocalize it. Maybe the client needs to vocalize it, but just yeah. be authentic to it. Because again, like I would be, I would, I, I'm kind of like now looking back at some of my experiences mm-hmm. with some of the regrets that I do have. Cause I try not to have regrets, sure. but I definitely look back on some of my, um, woes Mm -hmm. you know and kind of wish that i had a little bit more knowledge or even an instruction manual or maybe even some more of those community and friends that you had that said to me like it's okay like it's okay for you to not do it all you know and i think it's just being vulnerable enough to to even admit to ourselves right because as planners we're we're always supposed to have the answers i know it's so hard and if we don't know we're gonna find out i know but i still think i know everything yeah i do too i mean i really do we really do i i know i do um my my mom shout out to your mom uh i love your mom she's gonna say she used to say that when she was a kid and that's why she always got in trouble <laughs> but uh, my dad would say the same thing. But um, shout out to your dad, your hot dad. Too. Oh my god! Am I allowed to say that? Am I? I'm yeah, all you can tell him. All right, that's not me. Can you? If he listens, he'll get a laugh. Um, but being able to admit it to yourself, yeah. right? That you're that you're not well to yeah. someone, and I don't. Know, again, I know about the therapist but when my when my therapist said <laughs> your, that she your talked therapist to, is getting more business on this did, episode did than me, me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna tell her to listen to you she should she um, really should and we should really i mean does she have a promo code or something because oh right i'm gonna be like uh, can i get a half off one one i mean no. referral code that you listen, know what i mean okay. two free sessions no. maybe i'll right. take it um <laughs> But when she mentioned, when she said therapists have therapists and that, I don't know why that just like opened my eyes to like, okay, you guys have to listen to so many other people navigating the world. That's so heavy, right? And you're also trying to navigate your own life. And so when when she said that to me, it kind of just opened my eyes to like, yes, I can be human and yes. I can feel and I listen to my clients and take on, you know, cause that's the other thing is people don't realize I think as planners, like we're not just involved in choosing, you know, napkins and linens and florals and yeah. all the things um, and planning timelines, but we're also um, listening to family dynamics, right? Yes. Like we're talking a lot about who doesn't get along with who or having to have conversations with clients who've lost a loved one during the planning stage Mm. or um you know not being able to do a father-daughter dance because of you know just a lot of heavy stuff i've heard um totally actually now that i think about yeah and but also we are you know i actually volunteer myself and i like say like if there are like challenging dynamics like i will i will help you navigate them like i I will always extend to my couples if there's a an HWC, a handle with care situation mm-hmm. where like I have to, you know, kind of segue myself into the moment to be able to kind of buffer it in yep. a certain way. You know, I think that that's something that we offer too. And I think, you know, I consider myself an empath. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of planners that have worked a lot are really good at um, antici- anticipating mm-hmm. guest needs, anticipating uh, yeah 
people's needs. And I think that that's something that's really special too, that, you know, maybe your, you know, education also says a lot about what you've learned and how you're able to implement that into what you, what you do. Because even you saying that, I've never really thought about that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that is where the psychology falls in. But I just think about sometimes the heaviness that we sit with. Yeah. And it is sometimes in stories that I hear yeah. um, from from family dynamics within clients that can turn into stories and, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of um, conversations. And so thinking about that along with just trying to navigate, you know, planning someone else's, one of the most spectacular days that they'll ever have in their life, no yeah. pressure. Um, it's hard to carry that and try to live your own life. Yeah. So... I don't know. I say all that to say that I think it's okay to be human. Yeah. And we are human. And if you can't do it at a certain time, not be human, but obviously give in the way that you want to be able to give or mm-hmm. feel like you're in a place to be able to give, um, it's just better to just take a step back and, and get well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And find where your hole is in your Absol- cup. Find the hole. Find the hole. Ooh. Dang it. These We are going to get canceled. <laughs> In Hashtag find the hole in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's turn this up a little bit. Okay, um, what are you the most excited for this year? Like, what what do you have coming? Like, is there is there a goal at the end of the year for you aside from obviously healing and <laughs> like, like mm, <laughs> being able to ride ride my bike again? Like, it's <laughs> it has changed. Let me tell you. Um, I am excited about, yeah, no, seriously, finishing physical therapy. Yeah. I'm, I'm about done with this. Um, but I am excited professionally? Is that what professionally asking? and personally. Okay. Professionally, I, was, <laughs> I mean, we were so we professional. Went per- I know. That's okay. Sometimes you just got to, you know. It's reality. It is. I love it. Yeah. I know. Um Professionally, I am excited to get re-inspired. Okay. Um, I don't have like a, I want to have 70 million weddings and yeah. you know, I don't have a, I guess, a true like actionable goal that yeah. I'm thinking of. But in terms of just reclaiming um, the heart and soul and joy that Ooh. I had when I got into this industry yeah. and it's not because of anything or any one in particular, it's just kind of just how life, my life and just post COVID and just kind of where our world is right now. And just it being, or it being so heavy, I think um, I'm kind of ready to, to take some of that, that joy back um, and being able to push myself to plan events that, you know, inspire me. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm specifically talking about outside of weddings because I do enjoy weddings um, for sure, but I think I'm wanting to expand a, a little bit more. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, and personally? <sighs> Not that we've gone personal at all. Not at all. Um, I will say that continue to heal and, and find my joy mm. again. I'm, I am, it's coming, and I feel it, and there's, there's days that are still hard. You know, we've had, you know, great conversations. <laughs> um, but I am really excited to just find the joy in every day. Yeah. And whatever whatever that means and finding and and I'm doing it day by day. Sometimes it's like my coffee was hella good today. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, because I can 
it's so fresh that I think back to where I could barely get out of bed, you know, and, and couldn't even make my own coffee because it was, it was so tough. Yeah. So I will say, yeah, I think that's, I mean, to many more of those mornings where you can just, you know, I love the mornings where you can get up and it's, it's exciting. But again, that's, that is a luxury and a privilege too, I feel like, right. To feel that kind of joy a lot. And I think that we are very lucky to be able to do what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, I ask this to all of my guests, but do you think you have a misconception? Like what people, you know, think about you that is a misconception personally and professionally? Do you think there is one out there? Oh, I don't know. Is there? May, mm, okay, maybe. Okay. You can, Well, no, you know you me have, in a different way. Okay, wait. No, one, you, you answer it like I don't know you. Oh, you know, okay, okay, You answer okay. what you think your misconception is. Personally and professionally. Personally, only because I've heard it a few times, <laughs> is I'll meet people in person and they go, oh, you're really short. <laughs> How tall are you? 5'2". Two. 5'2". Five two. a good day. Yes, but you're not my shortest guest. I don't, I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I'm six foot in my mind. I got a big personality. Um... So that's kind of funny when people are like, oh, I get, you know. Yeah. Um, so I guess I look taller in photos. I mean, I guess you really can't tell on a, on a default d- image on freaking social media. Social media, yeah. So that's that makes me giggle. Yeah. Um, and then professionally, I guess on Instagram, I, and not intentionally, but we all do, like portray this professional all the time yes have it together yeah um maybe straight laced a little okay you're you want to laugh so no i don't i don't okay um and i'm not i mean i'm professional when i need to be absolutely but i am an open book yeah and i believe in just i don't know having fun and yeah living life we're I all human. Yes. Yeah. And I have, sometimes I have great conversations with my clients. Like we are professional, obviously, yeah. you know, because I have to serve them and, yeah. and they hired me for a business or, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, But then sometimes like we'll just start talking about something and I don't immediately go, oh, excuse me, we need to get back to this timeline. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. let's go. Let, like just kind of let it go. And so I think sometimes, and even other uh, professionals in the industry I think are kind of surprised when they meet me and they're like oh you're so you know yeah just loose and open and I'm like yep <laughs> that's all you get here I am and all is in <laughs> in my full glory full glory oh some oh I they're here to they're, okay. they're here to pick you up <laughs> they probably are like, she's talking too much let's go get her <laughs> okay so um yeah. I mean, either I feel like I feel like we went pretty deep. I on know this that's episode. okay. Is this too deep? No, I loved it. I just hope. I just. I just. I'm like. I feel so lucky that you were able to share this conversation. I feel. I really feel like, you know, if people can get through the first beginning where I'm rambling about Slurpees, um, I think that there's so many amazing things that you shared, and I think that it's so important that when. You know, I, as much as I love to put laughter out in the world, sure. like I am somebody who has experienced pain and trauma and darkness. And I think that there's something really beautiful about the fact that we can live in both. And yeah. I know there's a lot of people that are stuck in darkness. And if we can be the light in their day and the light in their in this episode, um, 
you know, to let them know that they're not alone, you know? So I really no. do, like, I mean, I fucking love you. Love and you and it's so crazy that I've known you for such a short amount of time. So where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> And at the club. <laughs> and the dance floor. You can definitely find me on the dance floor. Yeah. Love my leg heel, though. <laughs> so I don't hurt my other knee. Um, Erica, with a C, Estrada Design. And then my website is just ericaestradadesign.com. Yeah. And you can ask Jason if you really want to find me. If you can't, if you can't get a hold of me, just tap him. He knows just, where to just find look, me. Just look a little bit lower. <laughs> Because she's not as tall as you think. That's so rude. Is that rude? No, I'm just kidding. Am I going to get canceled for that oh too? Oh my gosh. No. <sighs> I'm, I, like I said, I own it. Like, you did. You did, all, you did also call yourself loose. <laughs> what did I do? You called yourself loose. When did I say that? You said you were loose. No, I did not. Loose. You said loose. In what context? Like just that you're loose. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> listening to this episode of the reality we um apologize in advance no no apologies oh no apologies we don't apologize nope deal with it it's called reality for a reason yes you don't have to tell me what my podcast is yes about. i do clearly okay goodbye <laughs> you guys bye Ooh, wait don't go yet make sure you subscribe and like and follow and transfer me via venmo thanks for listening <laughs>